Okay, and we're live on The Niche Agent. So today we've got a great guest for you. It's Glenn McQueenie from Keller Williams in Toronto. So Glenn, why don't you take a quick second and tell us a bit about yourself and why you're here. Well, thanks, Ryan. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate uh, you having me on your show. It's a great show. I uh, So I got licensed. Uh, I just actually got into the 25-year anniversary club trip, so I think that's good news. I actually I think get to save some dues next year, <laughs> which is exciting. Um, I started off as an independent uh, broker called Robert Case, and I was there for a couple of years, and then I had 12 and a half great years at Remax, and then in 2004, I left and opened uh, First Keller Williams in Toronto, and now we've got two of them, um, and we've got about 310 agents in both of those offices, and, uh, you know, I've run a, a big real estate team for a while, um, and but my real passion is, is coaching agents, and I just wanted to uh, write the book, Double Your Income, just as a way to, you know, I guess get my message out to people because I think um, there is a simple way for you to double your income. Um, is, and I think it's exactly, you know, Ryan, in our conversations, what you talk about is the riches are in the niches. So that's what I'm here for. Awesome. And that's definitely why we had you on because you are a big believer in, in niches and I know when I had met you with you a few, it was a couple of years ago, actually, before I was starting the podcast, one of the things you'd said to me that kind of stuck in my head was the future of real estate is in teams and niches. So can you talk a bit about that and where you see things going? For sure. Well, I think just like in anything, if you look at retail um, in most other industries, it's just, it's polarizing. You've got at one end, you've got the massive stores like a Walmart and in real estate, you've got the massive teams. And if you look at the IMS stats, uh, you can see that the teams are getting their unfair share of the market. And on the other end, you have the agents who are in a very unique niche market that's suited to working with the people they love to work with. And whether it's like guys on your hockey team, whether it's people from curling, whether it's the poker club, whether it's you know a single farm area, um, if you look at the agents who are actually making the most money right now, it's either they're a single agent dominating a, a niche market or they're a big team dominating a niche market. There are no generalists making a whole lot of money in real estate right now. Now, some of them, they're doing okay right now because they've got legacy clients. They've been in for 20 years. They get a steady stream of referrals, like stream of referrals. But the Internet or really the microchip is what created the niche in real estate. You know, people don't Google looking for an agent in Toronto. They don't Google Toronto homes because it just doesn't come up. Like, there's nothing of value that comes up when they do generalist searches. But when they Google, you know, semi-detached beach homes or uh, investment properties in Oshawa, that's the market where you can get seen on the Internet. And we know right now that 88% of uh, people find their home on the Internet and actually drive by it. Um, before they actually even buy it. Yeah, it's one of the big things for me was reading The Long Tail, and that book was fantastic, and it was all about that, those long tail searches that people are searching for. It's not real estate in your city. It's, like you said, semi-detached homes on the beach, and people have people know when they're searching to search for those longer things, and they're finding exactly what they want, and if you're the agent who can provide that, there's higher chance that you're going to be the agent that they're going to work with. That's right, and that's where it is, and that's the only place you're going to get seen. And if you want further proof of it, I mean, anyone who's listening to this call, in any area you're working in right now, look at the agents who are making the most money and who are gaining market share, and I will guarantee you that they are all um, specialists in one area 
of town or with one type of client. And the generalist just, they're not getting it. There's, there's no value you're bringing to the table right now when you're just a generalist. And you're like, hey, you know, I, I can run and do rentals, and I can do semis over here, and I can do luxury homes over there, and I do a little bit of commercial. That's great, but that's not where the market's heading right now. Yeah, it's a, you become a commodity. Well, yeah, and you don't want to be a commodity. Exactly. So for you, obviously, you've had a good career. You've done a lot. You've done a lot of things with your own career, with your brokerage. At what point did you really start seeing the importance of uh, niches? Because some agents, they come out of the gate. They know exactly what they want to do. Some people, it takes a little bit of time, and some people never find out that they need to have a, a solid niche. But for you, what did that look like when you actually realized the importance of that? Well, I think what you have to do is if you – so I would tell everyone listening – your five biggest commission checks that you've got in the last year or 18 months. Um, that represents probably the level of your skill, but if you look back, they're probably the best clients you got to deal with in the entire 12 or 18 months. Um, I think your niche should be something where you, if you could wake up every morning and you were only working with this type of client selling that type of property and they were going to be buying this type of property, and because you love those type of people, that's what your niche market should be. It's almost like, so it's like, find Ryan people who like Ryan, who refer Ryan-like people to Ryan, and Ryan will have an incredible real estate career. The challenge is that most agents don't have the guts to go into a single niche market because they're so afraid of losing something else. And, and I'm not saying just drop your business right now and go into a niche market. I'm saying... Keep doing 80 to 90% of what you're doing, but start going 10 or 15% of the time into your niche market. And that's what I said in my book, you know, the Double Your Income um, in Real Estate book, is just start focusing in that niche market 10 to 15% of the time. And maybe it's even the first quarter you want to go, you know what, 10 or 15% of my time, that's where I'm going to be. And then the second quarter, let's start moving the needle a little bit to 20 or 25%. So I don't, I would never, ever tell you to blow up the business you have now, but if you want to make a lot more money, a lot less time, work with people who really like you and who you love to work with. Yeah, that's a great point because I find a lot of agents are afraid to make that jump. They're afraid of going too small. They're afraid of missing out. And I say the same thing is you don't have to give up everything and do just one thing. And you can start with it, master it, start getting a little bit better, adding more to it and build on that. And then if it does take off, you can keep giving it more and more energy. And if it doesn't, then you've at least, you didn't give up the rest of your business. That's right. So I want to talk about the, about the book that you've got. Um, you've got some really interesting principles in there. So can you talk a bit about going from, you said you talk about doubling your income. That's something that a lot of agents are afraid to do or maybe not even think is possible. So what does that look like for an agent and how would they start doing that? Well, let me just start by just quickly saying why I wrote the book. Sure. And, and the, the, I wrote the book because I just started getting angry. <laughs> I started getting angry at so many agents coming into the business through all different brokerages um, and then failing within the six months or 12 months. And every brokerage says they've got training, and that, that's great. But until they change the, the licensing system right now, um, where if you notice, they get all their money out front, right? I mean, like no one says, like, Maria doesn't say, hey, pay me on your first two deals. Everyone wants their money up front because they know under the current system, you're probably going to fail. And that just got me angry because there's a lot of people who have left careers to come into this business. And if they're not making money in the first six months or 12 months, they lose the support of their family. 
and of their money, and then they have to get out. And it's usually, it takes probably a year to three years just to even get your feet wet in this business. So I wrote that book because I was angry, and I started looking at the stats. And right now on the Toronto Real Estate Board, with over 40,000 agents, there's only 23% of the agents sell six homes or more. In fact, 25% don't sell any, 25% sell one. So if the average commission is $10,000 in Toronto and only 23% of them sell six homes or more, like it's 60000 gross commission after you pay your brokerage and your splits and your phones and your licensing fees, that might leave you with 20000 or $30,000, which is maybe 10 or $15 an hour. And it's just a shame, and I just wanted to change it. Okay, so for you, what... You obviously you want to reach this, get this in front of as many agents as possible. What do you want to share with agents if they if they want to check it out or they want to hear about this book? What would you say is the most important thing from this book? Well, I think what the the book will do is it will give you the courage to um, understand a different point of view and know that once you get really clear about the people you like to work with and you figure out what your niche market is you can make money really, really quickly. You know, I've been running a double-year income coaching program right now, and uh, we've been doing it for nine months as a pilot project, and we are almost 70 to 75% of them are well on their way to doubling their income already. So I know by the time we finish up in April, every single one of them will double their income. And the way we started with that was, who do you like? Who do you want to work with? Who would be your dream come to true client? And we just asked them to start focusing more and more of their energy in there. And when they did it, um, you know, because what happens is someone will be like, like they love to socialize. They, they love people, but they get taught to go door knock, and, you know, which is a lot of rejection. So there's one of the guys I know, and I said, well, how do you get your business in the past? And he's like, well, I kind of get it from friends, and I go out socially, and we talk about real estate, and I, you know, but I meet people. I'm like, well, why don't you just do that? Like, that's your niche market, just spend your time, go out to four or five parties a week, you'll meet more and more people. So he did that, and in one week, he picked up seven referrals, and he's like, well, Glenn, that was pretty easy. And I'm like, well, yeah, because your niche is exactly you. You want people who are attracted to you, and you don't have any personal competition because we're all just going to attract different people into our world. Yeah, it's very true. And I know in the book you mentioned that people should be spending 80% of their time doing what they love. Can you talk a bit about that? Because that can be something that a lot of agents are, are afraid of, and they think they have to do something else. They've been taught one thing, but you mentioned that agents should be doing what they love. Yeah, just spend time working in areas that you love. It's so much easier than trying to run around and do everything to everybody. And, you know, you can't, it's impossible for you know, the, to know Oshawa perfectly and Mississauga really well and Newmarket and Aurora and downtown Toronto condos. So, it just does not make any sense. But I understand when you start, you have to run with everybody. I get it. I'm just saying, stop it. <laughs> start. If you love doing open houses, like, go do open houses. You know, Peggy Hill up in Barrie, she started 10 years ago just from scratch, and she just loved doing open houses. And now she's up to over 500 transactions a year because she's only doing what she really loves to do. And that's what the show's yep. about, so... <laughs> Well, that's right. You know, it's just to stay in that niche market as much as you possibly can because that's where all the riches are. And and I think it's about just giving people permission and even just letting them know. And I think this is what you're doing a great job, Brian, is, is explaining to people, you know what, the niche market is where it is. And if we look at even, you know, if you walk through a mall 
you can see the Sunglass Hut is busy and Lululemon is busy and Sears in the Bay is dead because they're trying to be generalists and they're trying to be everything to everybody and they end up being nothing. Yeah. And that's the problem. Yeah. And that's why they're all closing down. So. so a lot of times agents don't know how to find that ideal client. And you said you want to work with people who are like you and how do you, what's advice do you give to agents who are trying to find that perfect client or someone that they want to work with? Cause that can be scary for some people and they don't know really what that looks like when they're brand new or even experienced yeah. agents. Right. Well, I would just say like there's, there's so many different markets. So there's going to be a geographic niche market. And if that's what you want to do and just work in this area or just move people from here to here, you know, there's complementary neighborhoods that exist all the time. So in downtown Toronto, people rent first, then they buy their first condo, and then they move out to like a Leslieville or the Danforth or Blue West, you know. Um, there'll be parts of Durham region where people might start in Ajax or North Ajax, and when they get, you know, they buy their first place there, but then they want to move to more family community or better schools, they'll go into North Whitby or North Oshawa. So there's patterns, and you can actually see what we call complementary markets where people start here and they go to the next place, and all you have to do is get in between them. I mean, that's our job, right? Um, So you could have geographic farming, which would be really, really good, or you could do, like, a demographic. Like, I only want to work with young professionals um, or young families who are between 35 and 40 with two young kids. They're about to, you know, move up from their first or second home to their final home because of the great schools and better services, and that is that is a great market but in order to dominate that market you have to be able to enter the unique conversation that's going in on that prospect's mind and maybe they want to find out more about great schools or they want to find about you know what are the great sports activities for their kids or maybe at a party if that's your niche market when people say how's real estate instead of saying oh it's great i'm really busy start sharing stories about how you just helped a young couple with two young kids move and get the, the house of their dreams for less than they thought they were going to pay for it. Or you could decide to do psychographic, um, which is really it's a bit rolled in with the families, but it's like why people move. Like why do people move from here to here? And so I know in Toronto there's a massive market right now and people who are empty nesters, their kids are all grown up, and they're basically doing these lateral moves from their single-family homes to condos. Well, if you become the expert and you can come up with the best the, the floor plans for all the buildings where you know they're going to go to, and then you start marketing the top 10 floor plans and top 10 buildings back to the people who most want it, then, then you start to enter the conversation that's going on in their brain. Yeah. It's amazing that how many opportunities are out there, and that's, again, why, the, why I created this podcast, but to show agents that it's not just door knocking, cold calling, open houses and center of influence and past clients. There's so much more and so many opportunities that if you just see the opportunity, you can take it, you can get in front of people in a whole different light. And it doesn't have to be in a real estate avenue. I know there's people who go after people just because they join a certain type of club or ethnicity or uh, some things that they're into and they can get a whole business based around similarities or something that they have in common. And it doesn't have to be real estate specific. That's right. And I think that's great advice. Like. Just work with people you like to work with the most, who you resonate the most. You know, I have one girl in my coaching club who's probably made a hundred, maybe almost two hundred thousand this year, and she just gets all of her business from the curling club. And she doesn't walk around with, you know, I heart referral stickers and 
lead with her business card and has big posters in the curling rink. She's just has slowly, stealthily created a reputation, and she loves curlers. So, and curlers love her. Exactly. So why not? You yeah. know, I know friends. I've got friends who belong to a squash club, and they've done nine transactions in the last year just from the squash club or a golf club. But you don't lead with it. You'll just find that birds of a feather flock together. So just love what you want to do or, or go do what you, you love to do, and you'll find people who are just like you who want to work with people just like you. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of your book yeah. is the uh, mental side of the business and, and getting the right mindset, but there are a lot of strategies and techniques that you share in there. Can you share some of the, the techniques and strategies that you use uh, to actually help double your income then? For sure. Um, uh, the first one I would say is, is, and I say this in the book, is what if you just started to treat every new lead and prospect the same way you would your best friend? So, Ryan, if your best friend called you up and said, hey, Ryan, I'm thinking about selling, you're not going to go over there with a 48-page or 48-point PowerPoint with a listing contract with your lockbox assigned in your back pocket. <laughs> you're probably just going to go and meet up with them and have a beer or a coffee, and for the first half an hour, you're probably not even going to talk about real estate. But somehow in our industry, we've got this, there's this, this coaching, and I don't know where, you know where it comes from, that people are like, you know what, you don't, do, you don't waste any time with a buyer until they sign like a BRA. You know, you'd never take a listing without a, getting a listing contract. And that's just such a weak argument. Like, what if you just showed up your next buyer consultation and you just said, how are you? And for the first 15 or 20 minutes, you didn't even talk about real estate. And then you said, listen, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go on an orientation tour. The first two tours are on me. You don't even have to sign a buyer agency at all. If after those two tours you, you want to work with me and I think I'm the right person for you and you're the right person for me, well, great, we can formalize it more. But why don't you just show up, come from abundance, go and give as much as you can, and people will respond. And you don't have that much competition because most of the agents are all doing this silly thing. You know, it's like sign the BRA or, or people will be like, when you go into an open house, you know, you put a sign up that says you must sign in then for security reasons and then they have to show their driver's license and you start your whole relationship with a lie. And I'd be like, why don't you just welcome them into the open house and show them around and try to ask them what they've done so far and I offer them maybe a free list of the top 10 best homes in the area, no cost, no obligation, and they'll give you their email address. They're not going to give you donaldduckett.com. <laughs> so um, if you just show up and treat people like you with the same way you best friend until they prove otherwise, I think what happens is like, it, your world expands. Yeah. And people say, well, so they'll say to me, Glenn, well, don't you qualify him first? I'm like, no, it's not my job. It's not my job. Why don't I go meet them at a buyer consultation? And if they're not qualified, but I do such a great job at that buyer consultation, they're going to be a raving fan of my business, and they're going to refer all of their friends to me, even if they're not qualified to buy it. Yep, exactly. So that's what I would say. Just show up, be a great person, and come from like contribution. And it's amazing because unless you've tried it, people may not understand how important that is because you're all, I've done that and you start having consumers say, wow, you're so much different than other agents. Wow, I've never had this before. I've met with someone else and they, the first thing they said is you have to sign this paperwork and it's just so nice to talk to you and get to know you and you build their trust a lot easier and quicker than just forcing the paperwork down their throat. Oh, that's so true, Ryan. I mean, could you imagine walking to a grocery store and the cashier pre 
I do? Like, are you kidding? Then please, how much are you going to spend? <laughs> yeah. You know, what are you going to do? Like it, like, it just wouldn't happen, right? But somehow in our industry, because there's such scarce thinking and scarce training, that people think this is a real viable option. I mean, the bottom line, I mentioned this in the book too, is that only 15% of the people you meet are going to convert in the next 90 to probably 120 days. Yeah. The other 85% are probably going to be, and this is from research they've done from like a really in-depth research, that is that, that most people were going to convert six months to 18 months. Yet there's this training in the industry that says throw those people out. If they're not going to buy in two weeks or sell in two weeks, get rid of them, kill yeah. them, stamp them on their heads. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, no, like, how about you just put them into your contact management system and you just keep dripping on them and give them great value and great information and put them on prospect matches. And, and I also send prospects sold every two weeks to those same people because it actually speeds up the conversion process because they start seeing what actually sold mm-hmm. instead of just all the stuff that's out there. And then this amazing thing, you just put them in the oven, they start to bake, and when they're ready, they'll jump up, they pop out, and they're ready to buy. And now you've got this big equity in your business called a database. Instead of this, like, hunting, killing, and then go, you got to go find them again. And it's just like, I don't get it. It just, it doesn't work work for me. If that's your personality, go hunt, go kill. (laughs) It's not me. It's not me. I want to just come and serve and be the best agent and deliver such a world-class experience for those people that they're going to be such a raving fan that I never have to worry about business. And, you know, my last year of selling before I opened KW, and I still have a team, but I did 87 transactions, and that was 100% referred. I was off 14 weeks a year um, because that was my niche market, just serving the crap out of my clients so that they just kept telling everyone else about me. You know? Yep, and it's amazing how many agents say, "Oh, you can't do that because you don't have the time to do it." And if you actually do it well and you do it right, you'll have more time. You'll have more time than the person who's saying they don't have the time to do it because you start, like you said, getting that business who people who like you, who want to work with you, and you start getting the referrals, and it makes your business a heck of a lot easier. Yeah, and you know what? Um, people who like you will have similar friends who will probably like you. And I'm not saying every referral in my life I've ever got is someone I really like, but I'll tell you 95% of them are, you know. But I remember even when I worked with the Blue Jays, the the Toronto Blue Jays in 1999, and I got a call from a client who worked for the Blue Jays saying, can you help the trainer of the team find it? It's a short-term rental. He can't afford much. He's already asked nine different agents. They all turned him down because they were thinking about the money they think. And I'm like, of course I'd help him. Well, that trainer ended up, I had almost the entire Blue Jay team by 2003, at the, almost the entire team that I found their spaces for. Wow. Um, just because the one trainer said he's a good guy, you know, and I, it's a funny story, but I ended up actually co-signing about seven of those players' leases. Wow. Because they all came from, like, nowhere in the U.S., right, just drafted with no money, and so I co-signed for them. Wow. So, <laughs> you know, you can build raving fans that way, too. Wow. That's great. So for you, when would you say is agents will start seeing that shift in, in their business if they start focusing and doing these techniques? Because a lot of times people will start applying a strategy or a, a technique and they may not see the results and they give up. But for you, you give some strategies in there that are obviously instant and able to start applying them. But when do you start seeing the results to be able to actually double your business? Well, I think, um, you know, it's fairly immediate. I mean, I, I don't, um, you know, I think of the strategies, like there's one I talk about, um, you know, how to get um, four more transactions from every new listing you take. Mm-hmm. 
Um, because I think, you know, when you list a property, there's kind of seven things that can happen, right? You can find a buyer, you can find a buyer for another home, you can um, you can get another listing on the street, another listing in the area, you can help the seller find a home, you can get a referral from the seller, you can get referrals from the buyers who you've just met. So there's all these transactions that are always pending for each listing that we take. And sometimes if we can just slow down, like for, so on listings, I'm asking all of our our people in our coaching club just slow it down, like pre-market it for seven or 10 days before it actually goes on to MLS. Mm-hmm. Like have a sneak peek yep. agent's open house, uh, or not agents, uh, for the public. Like invite everyone on the street before it actually goes on MLS or, or at the same time it goes on MLS. Um, do open houses from 4 to 7 p.m. at night if that's what you like. You'd be surprised at how many people come. Um, you know, I talk about putting a second sign up um, in the you know, that says um, Neighborhood Real Estate Information Center outside of your house because I was just so tired of sitting behind those shears at an open house and you see the car slow down, you know, you're all excited because you think they're actually going to come in the open house and then they, like, drive away. And you're like, oh, no, you know. Yeah. So so I think all the strategies are, you know, it's, it's generally pretty quick. I mean, you're not going to double your income in two days, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but if you start working in your niche, um, and just employing, you know, there's probably 15 different strategies in the book. Um, then I think you, you know, it, it gets pretty, it's pretty easy. Like I know a lot of people in my coaching club are they're kind of like, Glenn, I'm actually kind of working less and making more money and kind of working with people that I really love. And I'm like, yeah, that's the way it works. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the way it's supposed to be, right? For these strategies that you have in there, <clears throat> is it something you suggest? doing all at once because sometimes agents go gung-ho and they start overhauling their entire business or something you should start adding in one at a time and what does that look like for you then um i think you've got to go slowly and i think um what irritates me sometimes and and i used to do the same thing so maybe that's why it irritates me a lot is i you know you see agents in the office and they bump into someone and they're like oh what are you doing and they're like oh well, i'm on agent locator and i'm getting my lead for there i'm like okay i'm gonna do that right so everyone already wants what someone else has had, but they've built for five years, but they want it like an <laughs> So they like go chase like the next shiny object. Oh, I'm um, I'm doing this by door knocking. Uh, you know, okay, they run out and door knock, but it just it never lasts a long time. So I would say to them, the first thing you want to do is just you have to take the. It takes about an hour to figure out who you really want to work with, mm-hmm. and then once you figure out what what who you want to work with just start thinking about what's the conversation that's going on in their head right now and how can I get into it? Like, how can I, you know, um, like what's the easiest way for me to, if you can imagine fishing, like, uh, you know, every different lure is set for a different type of fish. So what's the one lure that I could be using that I can just be casting into that pond of people who only want that lure? And that's what I tell them to do. Just slow down, pick your single market, and then strategize on the way that you can dominate it. But don't blow up your business. Like spend 85% of your time doing what you're doing right now and just take 15% of your time and slowly start like putting in these little systems. And it's amazing. Listen to your show more and find out how to dominate niches. I mean, I think that's what it's all about. Absolutely. So I'm going to get you to share how people can get the book. But before we do that, I want to give you or ask if you can just share one takeaway piece of advice that our listeners can really uh, resonate with that you think would help them. The best piece of advice I can say is um, get in front of as many people 
buyers and sellers um, as you can who are like you in your niche market um, that you like to be around. And this is a uh, contact sport in real estate. It's not if it's you want a cold call, go cold call. I think cold calling and door knocking is one of the least effective strategies, but targeted door knocking is an incredible strategy. Um, whether it means you might be inviting everyone to your sneak peek open house, or I'm looking for clients in this area. Like those are different types of techniques that I think are very very effective. But if you just like just show up. Be a really nice person. Treat everyone like they were your best friend until they prove otherwise. Otherwise, come from contribution. Start thinking that all you really have to do is get into momentum, because once you get into momentum and the wheel starts to turn, then you're going to start gaining energy, because then you're actually starting to see, you can see results and you're going to get more energetic. And as you start doing more and more deals, then your confidence level goes up. And then you start to go on like a domino run. And I'm sure, Ryan, you've done this before where like when you, whenever, like when things aren't going well, everything you touch will not go together. Like you could have that couple who found the perfect house. Parents even like it because, you know, they didn't say it was only worth 9000 when they bought their house. They love it. Everyone, it's under market. There's no multiple offers. And then just before the offer gets signed, they... They go, well, you know, well, we've decided to split up. And you're like, no, <laughs> oh my God, no, no, stay together for 90 days. Let's see. Um, but then when things are going really well, when you have momentum, energy, and confidence, and you get on the roll, then deals just fall on your lap. You get that call on a Saturday afternoon going, oh, hi, Glenn, you know, you don't know us. We referred from Betty, but we just went through an open house, and we'd like to buy the place. They're like, oh, my God, where were you three months ago? You know? Yeah. So always be working on your momentum because that's going to build up energy and at the end of the day that's going to give you great confidence and then you just become the big attractor magnet um, for getting great clients and you'll be able to double your income quite quickly. That's great advice. So for the listeners, how can they get a hold of you and check out what you're up to and how can they get a copy of this book that you have? Um, well, they can go to, um, if they want it for free, they can go to doubleyourincomebook.com and they can download it for free. Um, or if they want to send money to me, they can go to Amazon, and they can buy it from Amazon. Uh, and I think it's a pretty reasonable price. I think it's $5.42 or $0.48 or something we have on there. Um, I would recommend they download it for free. Um, you don't have to spend money. Um, my life isn't going to change from the you know, $0.27 cents I make from Amazon. So, um, But get the book. Uh, read it. Um, there's also... Um, in the new year, we'll be doing um, a, bit of, a bit of a book tour, and we're going to be doing some kind of information sessions for people. And then um, probably just after the first quarter, we're going to be doing an immersive one- or two-day retreat where it's uh, you know, what I call the Double Your Income Experience. And, you know, the website we're just building it right now, but it's doubleyourincomeexperience.com, and um, where they'll be able to spend like a day, and we're just going to sit and work with them, um, finding out what their unique ability is, what they're really good at, and then we're going to identify their single target market, and we're going to work with them. Um, so they spend all their time in there, so they make more commission checks, and they make bigger checks working with people they love. And it's a beautiful thing because once you double your income, uh, you know, Ryan, the first 100000 in real estate is the hardest. The second hundred is a little bit hard. But when you get over 200, 300, 400, 500, that becomes way easy. Yep. Like really easy yep. once you get over 200,000. Yep. 
That's great. So I will put those in the show notes so our listeners can check that out and get a copy of your book. So Glenn, I really appreciate you being on the show. You've had some great advice and the book is definitely worth the read. So for listeners, definitely check it out. Um, It'll be worth your $0 that you invested in if you go and download it. So you'll get your money's worth. So Glenn, we appreciate it being on and uh, thank you for sharing your insights and advice. Well, thank you, Ryan, and, and keep doing what you're doing. I think the niche market is where it's at. So thanks for all you're doing up there too. Thanks. Have a good one. Okay. Bye-bye.